0: You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Oh man, I slept in this morning. My alarm did not go off. I woke up at 6.40 and on a, well, something of a pow day, no less, Hut am. I hope you're uh, listening to this whilst you're in the line and waiting for it to crack. In fact, I'm going to check those webcams now, see what they're looking like. But, uh, oh boy, uh, we've had a solid 13 centimetres, according to the initial reports. But having a look at the stormboard and what's sitting on there, there's going to be more in wind-loaded pockets, especially with winds at around 80 k's an hour from the south in the Alpine last night. And the snows board was actually cleared this morning, and there's already a couple of centimetres on there. That looks really promising for today because it is going to be a storm day with initially just some flurries forecast, but uh, it looks promising right now, doesn't it? They're saying anywhere from between 15 to 20 centimetres throughout the day today. And like I said, those winds they are about 70 to 80 k's an hour in the Alpine with readings this morning uh, coming in from, yeah, the south there. It kind of lowered around two, well, around midnight, but still uh, around, yeah, 60 to 80 k's an hour there and the temperatures have cooled the freezing level has dropped yesterday afternoon we were looking at about oh, zero degrees around Catskinner and pig alley well we're looking at about minus three uh and minus four at the crystal hard and pig alley and Catskinner right now and then minus seven at the peak minus 7.6 roughly at the um at Seventh Heaven. Mm. Oh man, I'm still so bummed that I've slept in here. But let's have a look at your grooming for you too, to see what uh, that entails, if there's anything that we need to know about, any speculation we need to do this morning. Now, nah, pretty much all systems are go. Symphony is cleared. It's only 13 centimetres, as it were. But like I said, it will be hunting for pockets this morning, but expect it to be wetter than it has been. Visibility, of course, very limited across the mountain as it continues to storm today. And for the weekend, let me give you our outlook because we're due for some flurries today and snow to continue and across the weekend as well. Tomorrow, less though, uh, less flurries after a bigger dump tonight, hopefully as much as 15 uh, centimetres. Oh, well, always hoping for more But and with a lower freezing level too, that's really promising. But tomorrow, some sunshine potentially in the afternoon. And then through to Sunday, some more centimetres expected with a bigger dump on Sunday night, easing on Monday and Tuesday, but then picking up again Tuesday and Wednesday night. Wow, we've got a stormy March Madness week. Oh. Beautiful, but uh, another weekend powder day that we'll be sharing with a lot of people tomorrow for sure, and Sunday. Uh, freezing level today, oh, what's it currently sitting at? Let's see. Well, like I said, minus four at Pig Alley, so expect rain in the valley today with an alpine high, or rather uh, a high of about well, minus one, potentially, with a freezing level looking at 1,500 according to the mountain. We'll see lots more snow, hopefully, tonight. Yeah, that's your your daily rundown and your weekend outlook. A little bit of sunshine tomorrow, like I said. But more snow on the way. And i uh, still thinking Monday and Tuesday are going to be the days because for any backcountry travel you are planning on doing, remember that the AVI advisory is considered dangerous in Alpine and Treeline today and it will be considered dangerous tomorrow as well, but there'll be a new bulletin at 4 p.m. That's existing on slopes that receive the more than 20 centimetres of new snow, which is most likely at higher elevations, especially with those winds. So make sure you're being you're taking making conservative terrain choices, you know, Absolutely crucial. Yeah, for your valley weather for today and the weekend, currently looking about 0.4 degrees. In fact, let's refresh this because bada bing. At the seven o'clock weather plot there. Ah, Nestor's hasn't updated yet, but zero degrees in the valley as of 6 a.m. Still saying that we might have a chance of (laughs) thunderstorms today. I don't know about that, but a high of six degrees expected, zero overnight, and much the same across the weekend, a 70% chance of showers tomorrow with a high of six, very mild nights at zero and minus one respectively for Saturday and Sunday, and come Sunday, a little cooler, looking for four degrees in the valley with rain or snow throughout that yeah snow showers so expect it to be a wet one in the valley this weekend and then uh, maybe a little bit of sun poking through come monday as it clears Mm, that's your weekend weather sunrise is at oh only 11 minutes away from now 16 minutes past seven this is up late bomber damn it uh and tonight's sunset is at 22 minutes past seven yeah yesterday's high was six degrees As for the roads, not actually looking too busy right now for a uh, a pow day, which is surprising. Maybe everybody's already there. Like I said, let's go and check the webcam, shall we, whilst we're here. But uh, yeah, nothing major on the road. There was an accident actually by uh, the depot road yesterday in Squamish, but uh, hopefully everybody was okay there. There we go. Looking at the cameras, of course, there's a few culprits in Creekside. The corral looking half full with equipment right now. And uh, about a third full at Blackcomb Base there. Yeah, Yours truly is going to need a coffee, so I wonder where I'll head. But anyway, road maintenance continues between Spring Creek and Nordic Drive. Keep your eyes peeled in certain areas there and uh, uh expect a bit more traffic of course from this afternoon going through the weekend for these uh well in particular this bad day. it felt quiet on the hill I remember last saturday i don't think that'll be the case this week hmm. if you missed uh, the media and misinformation seminar that happened yesterday in conjunction with the public library in the peak it was a conversation with peak reporters brandon barrett claire Ogilvie, megan Lalonde, alison noel and uh, alison noel sorry and braden Dupuis. well they have that recording online, a very uh, interesting conversation that they had yesterday. So you can always check that out with the Worcester Public Library on the events page yesterday i forgot to mention this article that popped up from the peak yesterday too about three of whistler's restaurants being ranked among canada's top 100 places to eat in 2021 this is according to yelp and their review system with oh, one of our absolute favorites of course the rimrock cafe um, in creekside with ralph and uh shoot Why am I forgetting his... Leslie, yeah. Well, from Leslie there, uh, doing such a wonderful job with their team uh, at the Rimrock. They came in at, was it number... 5 Let's see. Dun, dun, dun. 15. So it came in at number four, but 15 in 2020. But anyway, Pete Pies features on there. The Red Door Bistro of Two, of course, were absolutely delicious with food there from RD. And uh, yeah, some other spots, including as well Saha Eatery. If you've not been in Squamish, super delicious. Their California, uh, their oh, cauliflower platter and whatnot, absolutely stunning. And that comes in at number 34. The homemade Spanakapita, too. Mm. Yeah, or oh, is it black lover? I forget. Super good Lebanese food. So... For events this weekend, what do we have cracking, you are wondering? Well, not too much, although there is some live music uh, happening tonight and tomorrow night at the Whistler Racket Club. That's going to be Monty Biggins and Costaman playing alongside the, the fire there for the opportunity to go out for some food, enjoy some cocktails and some live music for that incredibly talented local duo. They'll be playing tomorrow night. Uh, if you do have any of events, remember that you would like to share. Remember, you can always get at me. With that information, there is a spring break junior tennis camp actually cracking off this weekend or this week at the Whistler Racket uh, Club as well. You can give that a look out, along with the spring break camp happening in the Callahan. They are still operating as our Lost Lake uh, connection down in Lost Lake with their cross country skiing, as my dad called it, Langlauf in German. I had no idea, but uh, yeah, cross country skiing still happening in the valley whilst we have that snow. So check out both operators whilst you can you <laughs> I've got a few Whistler birthday shout-outs here, including one for Tanya Moore, Todd Lawson, Harriet Macleodune, Andy Bethune, Tom, Tim Wilkinson. Uh, wow, happy birthday to all of those Whistlerites who are celebrating today. I hope you have a fantastic birthday. And a few over the weekend too, actually. We've got uh, Dan McLean, a previous Whistlerite. And I wonder if he still has his place here. But uh, Mark Owen as well, used to live in town. Aga Iwanika as well. It's her birthday across the Weekend Bridge at Caravaggio too, and Christina Ciappetta, but not until Monday. So happy birthday to all of you. I hope you have a cracking day across the weekend. I hope you enjoy these throwback facts too from Stinkies on the Stroll. Did you know the Sydney Harbour Bridge opened in Sydney on this day in 1932? Yeah, I did. True fact. Uh, another one here. Uh, for, no, that one's actually pretty heavy. About from 1644. Don't want to really talk about that one. How about though? I never knew this. Then in 1991, NFL owners stripped Phoenix of their 1993 Super Bowl game due to Arizona not recognizing Martin Luther King Day. Mm-hmm. I think those dates might be the wrong way around. They're saying this happened in 1991, but they were stripping over their 1993 Super Bowl. Maybe it means 83. I'll have to check with Stinky on that one. Stinky, what's the answer to that one? Hmm. Apparently in 1882, the first stone for the Sagrada Familia Basilica in Barcelona design bun, and Tony Gowdy. Man, Trevor's going to rip me for St. Barcelona. But anyway, it was the first stone laid for the basilica was uh, laid on this day in 1882. It's Bruce Willis's 66th birthday, FYI, FYI. And Louis Armstrong got married on this day in 1918 to his wife, Daisy Parker. He was just 17 at the time. Do you know that? Yeah. Wow, some beautiful facts for you there, but let's have a roundup here because I've got a very special guest in the local lounge today. I hope you'll make sure you make time to listen to this, maybe later on in the day after you finished Shredding Power, because Alan Pickles is joining us in the local lounge today, hell of a guy from the doghouse, and uh, well, he's been in the Valley a long time, I hope you enjoy our conversation, and I hope you enjoy this joke because I hear it's easy to get ladies not to eat Tide Pods, but it's more difficult to deter gents. That's pretty good. Come on. Come on. Come on, you giggled. You might like this track too that's in the playlist today. It's from B. Miller. B. Miller actually is out of the States. She's a singer from, I think it's New Jersey. Let me double check. Yeah, New Jersey. But she actually featured on the second season of X Factor. And I wouldn't think that she would come across, you know, my usual music taste. But, uh, you know, what with me really quite believing like Dave Grohl does that, you know, musicians don't just get spotted on a reality. TV show, you know, then musicians are and bands are made in garages practicing and putting in proper graft, but doesn't mean to say that she she hasn't. She was thirteen years old when she featured on X Factor, came in ninth place. But the track that I really dig in right now, she had a track a couple of years ago called Field Something. The track that I really dig in right now is called Feel Something Different, and it features rapper Amine on in, on the track too. Really digging it. Super puppy vibes. Hope you enjoyed it on your ride day today. Check it out. It's in the playlist. And without further ado, yeah, let's make sure you get to enjoy your local lounge today. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I'm really sorry that I slept in today and this is coming at you a little later. Well, too late, really. But uh, have a wonderful weekend. I'll see you up there. And uh, save your legs, though, because Monday's going to be good. There was the Pulse Local Lounge.
1: Hello. Good morning, Al. It's Laura. How are you?
2: Good. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, great, thanks. Great. I hope I haven't caught you too early.
2: No, I've been up since crack of dawn here. Oh, I figured as much. I thought you might well, my be getting My roosters go off at about four in the morning, so I'm awake
1: early. <laughs> what do you mean? You have roosters and chickens? Yes, we do. Oh, no way. How many?
2: Uh, we have about... 14 hens and about four too many roosters we're trying to get rid of a couple of roosters cuz they they can be quite mean to the to the hens so if you know anybody out there is looking for roosters we got a couple of roosters available <laughs>
1: I uh, well yeah my parents had that problem a few years ago they live in France and they uh, they keep chickens too and my mom uh, she got fascinated with getting a bunch of different varieties of chickens you know be the bantam hens or you know like decorative ones and uh, so she'd you know get a play uh, play mother hen and get all these different varieties of eggs put them underneath a laying hen and you'd have these you know concoctions different varieties of chickens pop up but if you were a you were kind of uh, short-lived at the Hanlon House. There was a lot of cocker van, if you know what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they ah. can be they can be quite mean to the the hens, and uh, you know, so we're we're trying to get rid of a couple, but uh, you know, okay. just, we throw them out of the hen out of the um, the pen to keep them away from the he- the uh, hens, but then they get back in there again, and so mm. we'd like to mm. get rid of a couple and send them off to a, a good home
1: okay we'll put them we'll put the call out and see who's after yeah. roosters, but the yeah the uh the eggs must be fantastic, gosh,
2: oh, having fresh eggs is the best
1: absolutely
2: we had one egg, I swear if we had a fall fair, it would probably win yesterday, this egg was like the size of an ostrich egg i don't know how it laid that egg, but it was huge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amazing. Have yeah. you cracked it yet? Is it is it a double yoker? It was a is double a yoker, yoker, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a double yeah. yoker.
2: So yeah.
1: <laughs> nice, nice. That's lovely. I, I didn't yeah. realize. So Al am I calling you in Pendy or, or Whistler?
2: Yeah, well we live in Mount Curry, which is um if you go up towards uh past Mount Curry, there's mm-hmm. um a subdivision called Ivy Lake Estates and we live up on a five acre. A piece of land up there, up on the hill.
1: Fantastic. So it's, uh, what a it's quite nice.
2: Yeah, it's quite nice and private, and kind of what my wife and I have been looking for. So we've been up here eight years now. Wow. But in the journey. valley, a
1: long time, you and Laurel.
2: Yeah, we, uh, well, I moved, Laurel was here before me, but I moved up in about, uh, I guess, 83 as a young 20-year-old ski bum. and, and hmm uh, you know, uh, just like any any young kid that moves to Whistler, they want to ski and have fun, and that's what I did. And then I uh, actually Laurel worked in the restaurants, and I worked on the mountain. And uh, it was funny we moved in as roommates, <laughs> and the rest. Oh no way! Yeah. Oh yeah, wow! So, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so yeah. We 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 were married in in Whistler back in 1990 at the conference center. One of the first weddings ever in uh whistler i think might have been a oh, couple no. before us but yeah
1: yeah we had our
2: reception in in uh well what's the amsterdam it used to be called shaysia wells my wife worked there and uh we had our reception there so it was in may it was kind of the shoulder season and all our uh, guests they were like oh we're going to whistler this is great we can go golfing and and uh it was it was it was awesome
1: it must have been, wow, 83 you moved here, and that was 1990. You have seen
2: so much oh, change. So, yeah, so many changes in the valley, yeah. Wow. We lived in, actually, we moved to Squamish in 1990 and bought a little home, starter home there, and, uh, and then we sold that two years later. We had our daughter, and then we moved out to Brackendale, so we were there mm, probably five years, and we had our son out there, too, so then... You know, they got into as they got older. They got into sports. I tried to get them into skiing, but no. The wife took them to the oh. ice rink, and and my daughter became a, a figure skater, and my son was a was a goalie. So we ended up moving down to Vancouver because they were quite well at what they did. So they had to have some competition, and and <laughs> uh, so we were down there for a number of years. But I always kind of stayed up in the area, Whistler area.
1: Yeah, I had my
2: my business up here. So, um, yeah. Wow, so we've been wow. around a long time.
1: That's amazing! So, but, amazing, but
2: Pemberton's our, our our dream, our dream retirement place. It's awesome up here.
1: Oh, I believe it, and and already probably a solid five degrees warmer than what we've got
2: here in Whistler. You must be seeing, yeah, uh, like you know, all our snow is gone and- here pretty mm-hmm. much now. Like we have okay. you know, little, little patches of snow here and there, but yeah, it's always four or five degrees um, warmer here. I mean, the winter the winters are cold here, but uh, and, they, and they do get quite a bit of snow up here. But uh, yeah, it's it's definitely warmer than Whistler,
1: mm. and a little
2: bit drier. Like when we lived in Squamish, we found the you know you're you're closer to the water. It's a lot wetter and windier down there. But you know we're a little bit inland, so it's a bit drier
1: climate. Yeah,
2: more,
1: yeah, which is nice. And so on those five acres, I'm wondering um, having. Had a look on your Facebook too because I think this must tie into the doghouse and where the band name comes from. But yes, you've kept right. retreat, yeah, you've kept retrievers for a long time.
2: Yeah, so we, well, we lived in Brackendale. We had a female retriever. My wife said, "I'm going to have a litter. Of, I'm going to have a litter of pups." And I thought, "Oh, okay, this will be interesting." <laughs> so uh, we had a litter of pups, and um, there was like ten or eleven of them. That was back, and oh, I don't know. It was probably around ninety-five, ninety-six, and we've been doing it every every couple of years. It's more of a hobby for us. We just it's uh, we just have a uh, every couple of years we'll do a litter of puppies, and we keep a female every once in a while. So we've got four females, like four generations of golden generations.
1: retrievers. Generations, yeah, yeah. So wow. the oldest
2: one, um, she's twelve now, and the youngest one, Harley, she's nine months old. So then, yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, we've lost a couple over the years we've had uh we had a couple other ones, but they're passed on and they're they're buried on the property, so they're still with us mm-hmm.
1: but yeah. uh
2: yeah, no, so it's really nice to have the dogs up here because they've got the, you know they they can run around on the property, and I don't have to worry about them going up to the road and yeah, into trouble so it's really nice, um being on five acres,
1: absolutely.
2: Yeah, right. so yeah, the so, name doghouse so, <clears throat> here. The, the name doghouse is funny because uh, we couldn't practice in Whistler. We always get together in Emerald, the guys. And uh, so we were renovating our house. And uh, we like, well, can we practice up at your place? I said, sure. So I took the guys. We, it was a nice day, and we went outside, and, and I have a, a doghouse with a gate around it for the dogs to keep them in. So we went out there and practiced, <laughs> and all the dogs came in, like Larry's dog and Doc's dog, and my dogs were all in there, and Laurel came out and took a picture and says, that's the name of your band, Dog House.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't be more fitting. Couldn't yeah, more yeah. Fitting. Oh, it
2: was classic. So I yeah. stuck with us, and that was the new name.
1: Awesome. Larry with Sketch, and what's Doc's name? There? A dog's um, dog's name. Benjamin.
2: <laughs> Benjamin. Benjamin wow, yeah little Benjamin yeah. he's around twelve now he's he's a nice little dog,
1: oh wow, but I mean it's yeah. a long time since you've since you've played a gig but when was the last I know time we're you guys really played? missing it. I really yeah. miss these
2: guys because they're really good friends of mine, and uh
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know i've I've gone down to see Doc um and uh, you know socially distance with with Larry and but, you know, to actually, you know, be together with them and play music is too sweet. We're missing it so much.
1: Mm. So
2: we're hoping, keeping our fingers crossed, once we're all vaccinated, we can get back together and doing the things that we love to do.
1: Totally, totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when was your last gig, do you think, was it? I oh, Gosh. Uh, it was, it it was, was yeah, was- it,
2: was, it was probably, well, we went into lockdown last March, so mm. it would have been, I think it was the uh, I think it was the fall the year, like you know, that year before. Yeah. Like, you know, by
1: cafe. Exactly. Uh, I yeah. remember being out on the patio. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's just beautiful playing <laughs> yeah. out there. I love it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed. That's it. This summer, you know, like. Yeah, uh, we can
2: get yeah. back at it. And. uh mm-hmm. You know, we like playing. Like we played the farmers market in Pemberton here, so. And of course, all that was shut down too. So. Um, yeah. Oh boy. Hopefully we get back to back to somewhat normal soon.
1: Yeah, for people for people who haven't seen you play, haven't mm-hmm. seen the doghouse play, how would you how would you describe your style? How would you pen it?
2: Well, we're more of it like we love classic music, classic rock. Yeah. So we we like all the classic tunes from the seventies and eighties. That's when we were you know young kids. So yeah. We, <laughs> you know we kind of. Uh, when people come out to see us, I mean there's young people there and they like the music and there's the older people know there are totally know all the music. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're more into classic um rock, you know, Beatles, uh, the band, uh, Doobie Brothers, you know, that kind of stuff. Totally. So, yeah. We're not a heavy rock and roll band. There's not much heavy rock and roll with us, but uh we like the classic stuff.
1: The classics, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. classics.
2: Yeah. People and, like to listen well, to. Get, it. it brings back memories Charlie. too for some people. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So
2: yeah, yeah, you'll get a
1: lot of the regulars at Alpine Cafe dancing. Marcel will yeah. be there too. Like you oh, said, Marcel Loves
2: to get up there dancing right up front there, and.
1: So, oh yeah! <laughs>
2: yeah, it'll be nice to get back into the swing of playing again. Just even for us guys, just to get together, even if we're not playing out. We just like to get together and play music because we really it's a real fun thing to do
1: yeah it's been so isolating for so many people oh Oh, man
2: totally yeah yeah well what Dave does like living up here we're on five acres so we've got you know we are somewhat isolated up here because we we don't have any neighbors around us but you know for Laurel and I we can go out skiing which has been nice at the mountains being able to stay open and that's a bit of an outlet for us and I can still go to work and you know, so things haven't really changed a lot for us, but for some people, it's changed a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, we're
1: uh, wow. I, and for yeah. for your for your traveling too, I know that you and Laurel love to get some sunshine and travel. I mean, where where's your next where's your next plane ticket going to be too? Do you
2: think? Well, we usually go to Costa Rica in February because a good friend of mine lives there, and uh, mm. we're thinking about not going. Next year, we might because I'm turning 60, Laurel's turning 60. We're thinking oh, of going wow, to Portugal, correct. yeah. So, it, it, you know, we might take our kids and go to Portugal, Spain, because my wife's been there and oh. she says it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. So, that it might sure be is, where it, we're but, headed. Yeah, yeah. Where,
1: where are you thinking, like the Algarve and along? Yeah, that the Algarve out uh, here,
2: that's just beautiful. Oh. And it's, the time you know, to my go wife, would be.
1: Yeah. You know, like May
2: probably March, April, May kind of thing. I think that's would be a good time to go.
1: That'd be beautiful. My parents um had a timeshare there before I oh, was born. Nice. I used to go there nice. all the time. This place called Alba Fira near Faro and we uh we went as kids and it's oh yeah. it's something else. You'd love it. Oh, great yeah. idea. Yeah. Wow. Well Laura
2: went there when she was around, I don't know, eight, nineteen, twenty. She backpacked across Europe and mm. she said the people there were just wonderful. Like she would stay at these, you know, bed and breakfast places, and uh, they were just they were just great. And uh, she really Aww. enjoyed it. A, if I if we ever go to Europe, that's the one place I want to take is to Portugal. So awesome. I said, okay. So we're kind of maybe planning that for next year. We'll see.
1: Fantastic and some yeah. good wine. All in. Oh yeah. Ah. Yeah. That'd <laughs> yeah, be wonderful. Fantastic.
2: So, yeah, mm. and then we're planning a. We're planning another addition to our place because um, our kitchen's quite small, so we want to add on to that. And we're just in the works of working something else because the place that we bought was an A-frame from the '70s that used to be on Alta Lake in Whistler. Oh no
1: way! You relocated it? Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, I didn't relocate it. The uh, the fellow that owned the property he was a lawyer from Vancouver. He was a real outdoorsy guy and. He bought the cabin and moved it up to, to Reed Road here, and it was just an A-frame. So when, when I came to look at it, when it was for sale, my daughter came with me and she says, no, Mom won't like that. I said, I bet <laughs> she will, because it was all about the property. It was just
1: yeah. everything
2: was there. She wanted the privacy, just the trees were cleared, and there was lots of, uh, lots of land and mm. I said, well, we can do whatever we want to the cabin. So that's what we ended up doing. We've done a, one renovation on it now, but I think we're going to go into a final phase, another bump out of the cabin and put a, make the kitchen a bit bigger.
1: How so, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. having a, an A-frame, like a piece of Whistler out there. Like, oh, yeah, I totally. Like, if you come into it, it's, it's, awesome.
2: total, yeah, it's a totally classic uh, A-frame cabin, Linwood home from the 70s with a wood stove, and then we did a wow. bump out, like a shed roof off the end of it. And now we're going to do another addition. So never a boring cool, moment. Cool, keeping
1: there. busy. No, <laughs> never, Al. <Yeah. laughs> Especially, yeah. I mean, because you've been helping helping your daughter move into
2: her place yeah. down in
1: Vancouver, busy as, yeah. Yeah,
2: mm. yeah, yeah. They're just settling into a, a townhouse that they bought in Langley.
1: Mm. So, mm. Uh,
2: yeah, they're, they're, they're quite happy. They were in a condominium and now they're into a townhouse and they're, you know... They're both professional. He's a fireman, she's a nurse, so, you know, they need a bigger place, and maybe kids will be on the way yeah. in a couple of years, we'll see.
1: Wow, wow, yeah. Alan, amazing. It's so yeah. great to hear a story of, uh, you know, when, when you hear of so many people struggling to put down roots in the valley to see yeah. a story like yours, you know, it's, uh, that's really something, that's
2: really something. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, you know, even back then it was hard, like it was always, I mean, maybe it wasn't as hard as it is today, but, you know, with the price of uh rent and and mm-hmm. everything else it uh it's it it was still hard back then trying to find a place but you know like it's i feel for these kids today because they're they're trying to they're trying to get ahead right and they're working two three jobs and it's just so hard oh, yeah. for them, you know mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. they, they want to be here because they love to ski snowboard bike and and do all the fun things and i get it
1: yeah yeah this is yeah. it well, time will tell. I'll keep working those three jobs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, how many, yeah, you're working at the Alpine. You've got your other job. The
1: Gomi, yeah, yeah, yeah ski school, uh, yeah, and then,
2: 52.
1: yeah, this is it, you know, and, like, uh, it, it is a hustle, but you have to do it to, to, mm-hmm. to get ahead and create the life you want. I mean, at the same exactly. time, I tell people, like, don't feel bad. Today, yesterday was day sixty-seven on the hill, you know,
2: so we're, you're you're doing
1: really well. (laughs) I think I got
2: 41 in, but I'm only up there for a couple hours every day. I'm not a, I think yesterday I, I was up there for a few more hours, but it's been awesome skiing up there. It's just been wonderful. It has,
1: it has. And, you know, so quiet once you're on the hill, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a really great season, really, when I think about it. And like you said earlier, you know, you get to, you do get to see people when you're skiing, you know, so as isolated as, You know, we can be compared to other provinces, other countries. We've got the opportunity to outdoor recreate and get endorphins with friends. You know, yeah.
2: Yeah. But uh, yeah, Mm. you just don't recognize anybody on the hill because they got their mask and goggles on. I was riding up the lift with a guy on a on the cat skinner chair, and we were talking. I'm a plumber. He's a roofer, and we look at each other. I know you.
1: No way. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah.
2: Wow!
1: Wow! So as far as seasons go, yeah. How does this one shape up? I mean, you've been skiing for nearly thirty here. Well, you know, degrees. there was years yeah. that
2: we did Laurel and I didn't ski when we raised the kids because we just didn't have the time, and uh, we were at the mm-hmm. hockey rink. We were at the the ice rink for my daughter's skating. She traveled all over the province, and so we were busy with them for a number of years. And I, you know, i been skiing maybe the last seven, eight years. But I mean, we yeah. ski you know 80s um to the 90s and then uh and there was a number of years where we didn't ski so it's nice getting back into it and Laurel hasn't skied for a long time and she's back into it
1: brilliant and she works
2: mountain safety on mondays and she loves it
1: Oh, great
2: safety so it gets her out of the house and it's nice
1: yeah well let me so, sure yeah, i sure oh yeah no it's been on, a great season Monday. this
2: okay. is this has been a really good ski year for us we're happy that we're able to get out and do it
1: totally mm. yeah Wow, Al. It has been a pleasure. Pleasure chatting well, with you. Thanks for
2: having me. It's really been nice talking with you, Laura.
1: It really has. Really, really has. I'm uh, jealous of those eggs, too. Like, oh, man.
2: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. When they start laying, I'll bring you a dozen eggs. How's that?
1: Oh, my gosh. That would make my day. Fresh, That's, uh, fresh that would chicken be eggs are
2: the best. Absolutely. Wow. Thank I'll you. I'll drop them <laughs> off to the cafe one day for you.
1: Ah, oh, deal, deal. And I'll try and get some. get a home for your roosters.
2: <laughs> okay, thanks. All right.
1: Well, take care, Al. I hope to
2: see you, you too. soon. <laughs> okay, bye-bye.
0: The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting, and apres needs.